0: And now for the show reflecting on classic radio Hollywood 360 with your host, Carl Amari.
1: You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness?
5: Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leaves the gun. Take the cannoli.
2: Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting.
1: Hello everyone, I'm Carl Amari and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games. Movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the proficient Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a comedy episode of Life of Riley from 1947 starring William Bendix. But it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Lisa will play clips from famous songs and provide a statement about each song. My job is to guess if that statement is real or ridiculous while you play along at home. Right, Lisa?
6: That is your job. And in this edition, this is Bad Songs Part okay. 2. Bad, bad so song. So my question is, Carl, do you agree it's a bad song or do you not? And Mike... I would like to know if you agree that these are bad songs or, you know, maybe... I think you... these
1: are all great songs. Do you really? Mike no. likes them all. Well. No, he said oh. no. He's okay, kidding. He's Do you
6: think they're all bad?
3: I don't know if they're all bad. I mean, I I think there's probably worse songs.
6: Okay, well, I mean, there's a gradation, but these are not songs that I would normally choose for...
1: Did you say gradation? I what did. What did you say?
6: Oh. oh. I said there's a gradation I'll look between... that word up. I'm
1: pretty sure I know what it means, but... <laughs> like like, in other words, it's like like you grade on a scale kind of type of thing, no, like Gradation. it's gradual, yeah, okay,
6: okay, well, you'll have to look it up in any, Gradation. Event. I'm um, gonna add ra- that to
1: my <laughs> vocabulary. <laughs> I'm saying it's G-R-A-D-A-T-I-O-N. I
6: think think your vocabulary has grown since we started working together. Wow. Because now and then you'll use a word and I I know it's from me.
1: I wish I would grow.
6: I wish you would too, (laughs) because I could see you over the table. the same here. Kind of hiding under there. I've
1: been the same height since I was like 18.
6: Well, I think you're only going down from here. (laughs) Probably.
1: Gradation. (laughs) Gradation.
6: Learned a new word. Okay. So can you use it in a sentence? Um, no. Okay. Let's hear the first song.
1: Who let the dogs out? Yeah, it's a bad song. It's a bad song. Who let the dogs
6: out? It, it, There's nothing to
1: this song. I, I, it's absolutely just bad song.
6: Who Mike, do you agree or no? It's not a good song. You're going to have to take a stance here. This is a bad song. It's either good or bad. There's no gradation today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
6: going to go with the bad side because I would never put this on. Okay. Um, it's a bad And song. I wouldn't choose this one either for anything other than bad songs. Okay. So far, we're on the same page here. All right. So um, here's the statement. Okay. This song was used in the 2011 movie Bridesmaids. Um,
1: so yes. is that real or is It's ridiculous? real? It is real.
6: Okay, let's hear it's the real. clip. It's real. Let's hear a clip of the movie. Hey guys, you ready
2: to let the dogs out? What? Do what? <laughs> let the dogs out. You know, like who let the dogs out? Who?
7: Who? Who brought this guy along?
1: Yes,
2: Alan.
7: Oh, we are ready to uh, let the dogs
1: out. Hey, congrats. This hangover. Thank this you. This is the
6: Hangover with uh, Bradley Cooper, Zach Galfinakis, and Ed Helms. It's definitely not Bridesmaids. It's I made not that in up. Bridesmaids. No. Oh, I made man. that up. So, uh. so close though. I mean, you get only one off. It was ah. either real or ridiculous.
1: <laughs> All right, so on with your gradation.
6: Okay. <laughs> Let's hear the second bad song.
1: Yeah, it's a bad song.
6: It's bad. You agree? This oh, is yeah. uh, Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. And I forgot to say, uh, who let the dogs out is Baja Men. So, Bobby oh, yeah. McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Mike, do you agree or disagree? I, I don't like this <laughs> it's song.
2: song. It's a no, yes or a no.
6: Nah, no, this
1: is not a good song. Don't good worry. Song. I'm
6: not going to say it's a bad song. Be,
1: be nice. Happy. All right. No, I don't like this song.
6: I don't like this one either.
1: You never I have to agree with you. So. so far. I've agreed with you on two songs. That's a right, two out of two. No, I don't like it.
6: I don't like it either.
1: Be Happy. All right, so what's All right. your... Uh,
6: Robin Williams is in this music video, Bobby McFerrin's music video for Don't Worry, Be Happy. Worry. Real um, or ridiculous?
1: Ridiculous.
6: It is real. Oh, God, I <laughs> He absolutely is in this music video. <laughs> really? I left it as real because I thought you wouldn't believe it. So, great. <sighs> <brain.
1: laughs> oh for 2.
6: Oh for 2, it's real, it's true. Man. I, yep.
1: I'm okay. not doing well.
6: All right. Well, let's move on to the next Wawazee song. See what you think.
8: Spring was never waiting for it ran
1: this is like MacArthur ahead. Park, right?
6: This is MacArthur Park by Donna Summer. Uh, no, someone see, I... left the cake out in the rain.
1: Uh, someone left the cake, cake out, out in, in the, the rain. rain. I
6: don't think that I could... Make it Take it Look what's on To make it yeah. Listen for a moment See what you think I like "Down a Summer I just don't like this song
1: I, I have to agree with you again Believe yes. it or not I would have to say This is a bad song
6: it's, Right? Yeah this it's not
1: But her voice is so great You know
6: I I know It's
1: I mean, it's she it took
6: so long to bake it Yeah you're right It's bad You're right I know.
1: Gosh, I can't believe I'm agreeing what? with you so much. You know,
6: sometimes Yeah. I have
1: agree. to I have to agree with you, Lisa. It's MacArthur it's a Park, bad, Donna
6: Summer. It's not a it's good a song, bad, Mike.
1: Bad song. Are you I with agree me here?
6: With you. Okay. So we're all in cahoots on Although this Although I one. did
1: disco dance to this song quite a bit. I love Donna I was, Summer. Let me tell you, I was rocking. With yeah. my with my um
6: with your um
1: bell bottom shoes, bell bottom pants, and I had my
6: Platform, and your lips and your platform shoes, shoes and my
1: silk shirt, and my and my um, gold chain. I
6: and when you are Italian, horn, my I Italian really horn. wish I knew you, Carl. Yeah,
1: I'm sure I, we had, would have been
6: the kinda, best of friends.
1: I had curly hair. I had kind of curly oh, hair back then.
6: You know the funny thing is my hair has looked just the same really? always. I, I don't, don't know what. what
1: ha- my hair has completely changed. When it, I was, it was
6: a different color too. It like was.
1: Oh that. yeah, it was a lot. lot it darker. was not
6: gray when but, you were young.
1: Yeah, and it and it was it was curly. I don't know why Dark and it was curly. A, yeah, like yeah. your
6: hair and your hat. Are we talking
1: about? Yes, I was like all curly. So I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I don't like this song. It's kind of okay. a bad song. It's
6: a bad song. Yeah. All right. So here's your statement.
1: Okay. Sammy
6: Davis Jr. covered this song in 1968.
1: Sammy Davis Jr. I'll say ridiculous.
6: All right. Let's listen and see who it is. Spring was
0: never waiting
1: oh, <laughs> I've got everyone wrong I've gotten This everyone. is Sammy
6: Davis Jr. Yeah, see if you like it any better in the,
2: dance.
1: in the dance I mean, it's the
6: same song <laughs> Oh,
1: God I am terrible at this game the part i mean what a beautiful voice i have a 50 percent chance of getting this right and i've gotten <laughs> I everyone wrong you've got
6: one left to go after this uh,
1: i gotta get this right
6: i love his voice i still don't like this song all right so
1: bad song
6: bad song all right last one we've got one more song tell me okay. what you think you know, see if you recognize this- it
8: This is "You Light Up
6: My Life" by Debbie Boone. Didn't you
1: play this one last week, two weeks ago? I no. can't. Okay. I don't know if this is so bad. Yeah, you played this two weeks ago. Yes, you did. Just admit it. Admit your faults, okay?
6: I didn't remember. Just that. admit that you. I just did thought play a this. bad song.
1: It's it's not so bad.
6: Here, here's the big chorus. Ready?
1: You. I'm alone. You say this
6: to anybody ever?
1: Cause you, you light up my
6: my life. life.
1: You give hope. me hope. All right. Well, what do you think? I, do you like the song? Yeah, it's not a bad song. It's
6: not a bad song. No. What do you think, Mike? It's a bad. song.
1: It's a bad song. No, it's not a bad song.
6: <laughs> All right. Well, see, different strokes for different folks. I um, gotta
1: get this right now. Come okay. on. Okay. Here's serious the statement. Here. Can't be wrong okay. for um, every one of them.
6: You ready for the statement? Yes. So Kenny Rogers sang this song Kenny in
1: Rogers. 1998.
6: Real or ridiculous?
1: Ridiculous. I'm going to be strong about this. All right, let's hear it. And decide no, who it is. Did not ridiculous.
6: <laughs> it's Sam? It is. Oh my! This is Kenny Rogers. Listen, I'm leaving. <laughs> you should. You should go right now.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye everyone. Good riddance. Nice to have done this show for the last 15 years. I'll take over. No problem. Out of here. Mike, Lisa. <laughs> see Nobody's you arguing with you,
6: Carl. So <laughs> see ya. Let's hear it. Ready?
1: That's Rhinestone Cowboy.
6: That's Kenny Rogers. Yes. It's rhinestone Cowboy, Kenny Rogers. Um, but he did cover this song in 1998,
1: so All I'm right, afraid this wasn't your best segment. <laughs> every one of them. <laughs>
6: but we did have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Carl. When we come back, it's the life of Riley. Stick around. More Hollywood
0: 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood
1: 360. Life of Riley was a comedy series created by a very good friend of mine. I got to be pals with Irving Brecker last few years of his life. He was really cool. He licensed me all of the rights to the Life of Riley radio series. I was very honored to um, take it back out again. You know, they were on the air for a long, long time. And he was uh, very particular about this show. I mean, he created it. And he entrusted me to take it out, and, and I was uh, very honored. Um, Life of Riley starred Chester, uh, starred William Bendix as Chester A. Riley, devoted family man, airplane riveter. And he was the father of two kids, uh, um, B- uh, Babson Jr. and his wife, with Peg, played um, brilliantly by Paula Winslow. And there was all kinds of fun characters. John Brown played two roles, his next-door neighbor, Gillis, and the town's friendly undertaker, Digby O'Dell. And uh, came to radio 1941, lasted until 1951. Then it made a transition to television. First with Jackie Gleason as Riley, and then William Bendix as Riley. We have a October 4th, 1947 broadcast for you now. Riley gets promoted to a desk job. Here's part one of The Life of Riley. It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell.
5: P-R-E-L-L. Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you The Life of Riley. the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. (laughs) During the many years they've worked at the Stevenson Aircraft Company, Chester Riley and his friend Jim Gillis have inched their way slowly up the ladder of success until they finally reached the bottom rung. <laughs> but Riley and Gillis are big enough to place the blame for their failure squarely where it belongs, on their boss.
4: I tell you, Riley, it ain't right. Six guys this month promoted to desk jobs, and we're still here in the riveting department. Why, and not us? Didn't we put in as much hard work as they did? Twice as much, Gillis. Didn't we show as much loyalty as they did? Twice as much. Have they got more brains than we got? Twice as much. <laughs> When I think of how I slave for that Stevenson I don't just do my own work and that's all I'm worrying about every little detail in this plant Why, if that time clock on that wall is one minute slow I'm the first one to notice it I'm sick of this job, Riley Believe me, I'd quit right now if I could live without eating Well, you could always live on love Have you seen my wife? (laughs) I gotta have food Gee, how... I wish I had one of those desk jobs. Yeah, me too. That's the life. We wake on hard benches while Stevenson sleeps in a nice big swivel chair. What's he got that he should sit in a swivel chair? Whatever he's got, I got more. (laughs) Well, there's the rest period, Whistle Gillis. Let's go for a smoke. Oh, we ain't got time. We gotta take our physical exam over at the plant hospital. Didn't you see the bulletin? Boss's orders. What? Again with that physical? What nerve? What nerve? All year long, he don't even know we're alive. And every six months, we got to prove it to him. (laughs) Come on, Riley. If you ask me, it's a waste of time. What do I need a checkup for? I'm healthy. How do you know? Well, look at me. I ain't asking if you're ugly. I'm asking if you're healthy. (laughs)
8: I'm
4: in perfect shape. Why, only last week, Digger O'Dell, the undertaker, saw me working out in the gym, and he said, I wish I had a buddy like that.
8: (laughs) Well, uh, you
4: might think you're healthy, Riley, but when you get to be your age... What do you age... mean, my age? I'm only 39. Well, that's the point. When you get close to 40, you begin to slow down. Of course, you don't understand medical science. Well, I suppose you do, Dr. Gillis. Why, sure. Let me tell you what keeps you healthy. You see, everybody has got red corp and white corp
8: <laughs> Yeah?
4: And so long as the red corp keep fighting the white corp suckles, you're okay. But when you get to be your age... Any day, some smart red corp sucker is liable to say to a white corp sucker,
3: what are we fighting for? Let's be pals. The heck with Riley. <laughs>
8: That's
3: all, brother.
4: Oh, I don't believe it. All I say is you're getting soft, Riley. Soft. Your arteries ain't what they used to be. Go on, I ain't worried. My arteries are as hard as a rock, and they're getting harder every day. <laughs>
9: Stevenson. What is it, Millie? Riley will be here as soon as he's through with his physical exam.
2: Riley? Oh, his promotion, yes. You think he'll work out all right at a desk job?
9: Oh, I think so. He's very conscientious.
2: Hmm. And how's Riley on brains?
9: Well, he's very conscientious. <laughs> and he's been here a long time.
2: Yes, I think he rates a promotion. And his experience should be just right for what... Oh, there you are, Riley. Come in. That'll be all, Millie.
8: Yes, sir.
2: Well, Riley, have you any idea why I sent for you? Honest, boss, I won't do it again. You
4: you won't do what again? Whatever I did that you're going to bawl me out for.
2: Oh, not this time, Riley. This is different. I'm promoting you. Promoting me? Me? Uh, Are you crazy? (laughs) I mean... Oh, relax, Riley. I'm making you a rivet distribution clerk. And there's a $5 raise goes with it.
4: Oh, Mr. Stevenson. Gee, you're... And all these years I've been saying you... I take back everything. You are a human being. Hello? Hello, Dumplin'. I'm calling from the plant. Remember I always said someday the boss would find out what kind of a worker I really was? Well, this morning he finally did
8: Oh, Riley, you were
9: fired (laughs) No, I
4: was promoted, a desk job with a five-buck raise I start tomorrow
9: Oh, darling, that's wonderful I'm so
4: proud Yeah, I'll tell you all about it when I get home
9: All right, dear,
4: goodbye Goodbye Oh, wonderful little woman She deserves a husband like me I think I'll... Hey, Gillis, wait for me I'd kind of like to be alone, Riley Good, then I'll walk with you (laughs) Guess what happened? You know what Stevenson wanted? I know, I know I got promoted to a desk job I know all about it And you know how much raise I'm getting? How should I know? I don't go around snooping Ten dollars Five dollars I always said the boss was a great guy you know, Gillis, you shouldn't go around knifing them the way you do. Yes, sir, this proves they pay off on hard work and initiationative.
8: <laughs>
4: initiationative. Look who they promote. Can't even pronounce-a-nate. Well, i cheer up, Gillis. Don't be jealous. Remember, I'm your pal. Maybe in a couple of years, I'll make you my assistant. I wouldn't want a job like yours for a million bucks. You wasn't promoted. You was kicked upstairs. Get wise What do you mean, I got a desk job, didn't I? Sure, that's the policy of the plant. When a guy gets so he can't do the work no more They give him an easy job, out of pity That's all it is, charity Oh, go on, you're just sore because I got the job Face the facts with your face A, you got a medical checkup B, the minute it's over, they give you a soft job See who had that job before you? Old man Bentley, 73 years old. <laughs> D, and what's old man Bentley doing now? Waiting to get into the shady side home for the agent. Like they say in geometry, QED. Quit.
8: <laughs>
4: no, Gillis, you, you you, don't mean I, that I'm slowing down, that, that, I, that I, I can't work the way I... Well, you're ribbing me Steady,
3: old man But it
4: can't be, I... But
3: Riley, I love you like a brother Would I lie to you?
4: But it just ain't possible Why I feel as strong as I did ten years ago It ain't how
3: you feel that counts It's what goes
4: on inside with them corpse-suckles <laughs> Again with those corpse-suckles It's a lie, I'm in perfect shape You're just jealous I'm as good as I ever was, and I'll prove it Hey, where are you going, Riley? Back to the doctor, he'll tell me I'm okay You'll see, I'll show you What a dope Him, they give a desk job.
9: Mr. Stevenson's office. Hello,
4: Millie. Listen, in case Riley should resign from his new job, will you put in a good word for me to the boss?
9: Who
8: is
3: this? Gillis, Riley's best friend.
0: (laughs) Is that all, Dr. Brady? That's all, Wilkins. You can go Oh, say, Doc, could you tell me.
4: Where's the doctor? Oh, listen, Doc. I'll be with I'd you, like you in a to... moment,
0: Riley. Yeah, oh, uh, what uh, were you going to say, Wilkins? Well, just, uh. How am I, Doc? Oh, don't worry about a thing, Wilkins. You're fine. Just fine. Perfect shape. Fine. Oh, thanks, Doc. Thanks. Goodbye. Uh, uh
4: listen, Doc. I'll you be with you in a moment, today, Riley. I...
0: Well... Oh. Hello, Mr. Stevenson. Dr. Brady. I've just examined that man, Wilkins. Pretty bad, pretty bad. Well, I'd suggest that you take him off welding and give him an easy job, something to keep him off his feet. No, I... uh, No, I I didn't want to worry him, so I told him he was fine. Mm, Goodbye. Now, what was it, Riley? Doc,
4: i got to know the real truth about my condition. How am I?
0: Oh, don't worry about a thing, Riley. You're fine. Just fine. I'm fine, huh? Tell me, Doc, how long have I
4: got to live?
1: Nah. These were always a lot of fun. Every week, they would put this show on the air, and it was just just great. I mean, laughs galore. Great acting. William Bendix... How great was he as Riley? I mean, he was born to play this role. And then you had John Brown, who was uh, Digby O'Dell, and also his friend Gillis, who would get him in all kinds of trouble all the time. Tommy Cook, we've had on this show two or three times now. Tommy Cook plays Junior on this episode to listen for him. We have to have Tommy Cook back on there again. All right, we'll get back to The Life of Riley and more of Hollywood 360 in a moment. receive receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only one dollar, with each additional month under ten dollars. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. We recently did a Radio Rarities all about life with, um, I should say, life of Riley. And um, very special broadcast that we play in our Radio Rarities episode that's coming up. I think it's maybe episode 19 or 20. We just recorded it, so it's not mixed yet. The great Mike Castella is the producer, engineer of that program. But that's going to be a good one. We go into a whole, you know, spiel on why this particular episode that we feature on Radio Rarities of the Life of Riley um, made it to, um, you know, to be on Radio Rarities. So we're, uh, we're pretty excited about the new podcast series, and we hope you're enjoying it. It is tacked on to the end of the Hollywood 360 podcast, if you're a podcast subscriber, which we hope you are. And to learn more about that, go to Hollywood360Radio.com. All right, you ready for the conclusion? Let's do it. All right, here's the conclusion. Now, William Bendix starring as the life of Riley.
9: A real executive and a five dollar raise it, maybe Bob will raise my allowance i could use a new long dress now wait a minute don't start pestering your father for money this new job's gonna be quite a strain on him
7: well, that's right he's never done this before this is brain work
9: so i want you children to make things nice and easy for him here at home oh we will mother the minute he gets home i'll bring him his slippers
7: yeah and i'll smoke his pipe
9: oh you will not and listen don't you say a word about the surprise party. Surprise party? Oh, didn't I tell you? Danny Greenberg phoned me. The men at the plant are throwing a surprise party for your father tomorrow night to celebrate his promotion. Oh, that's wonderful. The party's here, so I've got to get your father out of the house. Hey, and the... here comes Pop. Oh, now remember, children, make things extra pleasant for him. Hello, you great, big, wonderful man. <laughs> Hiya,
7: Bob.
4: We just heard the news
9: Congratulations, Daddy What for? On your new job
4: Huh? Oh, oh, that, yeah Well, thanks
9: Well, what's the matter, dear? Aren't you pleased?
4: Oh, sure, sure I'm very happy
9: Well, you sound... S- oh, I guess you're just tired Oh, here, sit down, Daddy You do look tired
4: Boy, you're beat I'm not tired. You hear? I'm, I'm not tired. Anybody says I'm oh, tired. Right?
9: so you're not tired. Now, come on. Dinner's ready. Oh, Junior, dear, please put the chairs around the table. Wait a
4: minute. I always put the chairs around the table.
9: Well, I know, but let Junior do it. You take it easy, But dear. I don't
4: want to... What are you doing there, Babs?
9: Slicing the bread.
4: But I always slice the bread. Hand me that knife.
9: Oh, no, Daddy, not me. You rest.
4: Rest. Take it easy. That's all I heard since I got home. Everybody worrying about me.
9: Well, they're just trying to be nice, dear.
4: Well, tell them to stop being nice. I want to be treated like their father, not like a stranger.
9: (laughs) Don't be so grouchy. Well, come on. Sit down, everybody. What's for dinner, Mom? Well, we're having spaghetti. I got a steak for your father. Oh,
4: that's good. What kind of steak? Wait a minute. Why should I get a special diet?
9: Why, it's not a special diet. I went shopping late, and the butcher only had one steak.
7: But why should I get it? Well, gee, Pop, you're the oldest.
9: (laughs) That's
4: right, rub it in.
9: Well, I won't eat it. What's wrong, Riley? I won't eat it. Oh, please eat it, Daddy. Steak's good for your red corpuscles.
8: (laughs) Well,
4: then I don't want it. My red corp suckles are too busy fighting. I don't want them to take time out for meals.
9: Riley, what are you talking about? I want spaghetti. Oh, you just don't make sense. Now, you know spaghetti don't agree with you. You gotta watch your health.
4: What's the matter with my health? What, am I old or something?
9: Well, nobody's saying you're old, but, well, you're not a spring chicken anymore. Hey, look, Bob, you've even got
7: a gray hair. A Gray hair? Where? Where is it? Where?
9: Riley, not with the bread knife. (laughs) Use the scissors. Now, why are you getting so frantic about a gray hair? You got to expect it. After all, you're not as young as you used to be.
4: Well, who is? I mean, yes, I am. I'm just as young as I ever was, even younger.
9: All right. I'm
4: still full of pep. I can do anything I did
9: 20 years ago. I believe you, but don't try to prove it. (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh, i hate to
9: see you try one of those
4: flip-flops you used to do outside my house Oh, you think I can't, you think I'm too old, huh? Well, I'll show you Roddy. don't you dare I'll show you, now watch this Oh, oh my back, oh, oh, my back
9: oh. Chester oh, Riley, have you gone crazy? It's happened.
4: Peg, it's happened. They stopped fighting. What?
9: Who stopped fighting? My
4: red and white corpse They've turned yellow.
9: <laughs> oh,
4: Junior,
0: help me up. Help me up. <laughs>
5: of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, Riley's got the mistaken idea that the boss has given him a soft desk job just because he's gotten too old to do hard work. But he's keeping his troubles to himself.
9: Oh, Mother, there's something I wanted to ask you. Oh, just a second, Babs. I, I want to finish reading this letter. Well, Who is it from? The Shadyside Home for the Aged. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. You know that old Mr. Bentley that our welfare league was trying to place in a nice home? Mm-hmm. Well, Shadyside finally accepted him. Oh, that's nice. Well, for heaven's sake. What is it, Mother? Well, listen to this. Ordinarily, this applicant would not be eligible, but in view of the recommendation of his former employer, Carl Stevenson of the Stevenson Aircraft... I didn't know Mr. Bentley once worked for Mr. Stevenson. I must tell your father. Why did they write to you, Mother? Well, you see, I've been working on the case, and I have to bring Mr. Bentley to the home. Oh, put this over on the desk, will you, dear? I have to answer it. Mother... Don't you think Daddy's been acting very strange since he got that new job? Well, yes, I. I guess he's nervous about it. It's only natural. He flies off the handle at the least little thing. I hope he behaves himself at that surprise party tonight. Don't worry. He'll be happy to see how his friends hey, are hey, all. Okay, I...
4: Well, uh, what's going on here?
9: Hmm. You and I. Yeah. Well, nothing.
4: You were talking. What were you talking about?
9: Why, we were talking about an old man. Oh, you
4: were talking about me.
9: You? I was telling Babs about Mr. Bentley. I don't want
4: to hear anything about him. I want to know what you were saying about me.
9: Now, listen, Riley, you've got to stop this. Your new job's making a nervous wreck out of you. You'll have to do something about it.
4: You're right. I'm quitting that job.
9: What? Oh, no, Dad. Yes,
4: I'm going back to my old job. My head's made up.
9: Oh. Oh. <laughs> You waited years for this promotion. I got
4: my reasons.
9: What reasons? Well, uh,
4: now I'm sort of an executive and the gang won't shoot pool with me no more.
9: <laughs> That's silly.
4: Besides, the $5 raise will put me in a higher income tax bracket.
9: That's even sillier. I
4: tell you, I've got my reasons. I'm going to tell Stevenson he can keep his job.
9: But, but, Daddy, you can't. Not after he gave you a $5 raise and everything. Don't you want to be a success? No. But, Dad, I said
4: no. This is a free country and I'm a citizen. And no one is going to take away my privilege of being a failure. Was that you, Pop? Yeah, it's me, son. Something wrong? Plenty. I got the meanest boss that ever lived. I told him I don't want no new job, and I wouldn't take a $5 raise. Well, honest, Pop? Well, what'd he do? He raised me $10. <laughs> Some boss. What, well, gee, that's wonderful. No, you don't understand, son. You see, where's your mother? In the kitchen with Babs. Well, come in here where they can't hear us. What's up, Pop? Son, you see, I, I don't know where to begin. Look, son, every week I give you an allowance, don't I? Yeah, 40 cents. What do you do with it?
7: I spend 30 and save 10.
4: I'll try and save 15. Soon, you may have to support me. And you will have to be the head of the house. Me? Head of the... What's the matter, Pop? You see, son, I've gotten old before my time.
7: Oh, you're not old, Pop. You're only 39, and you're young for your age. Everybody says so.
4: Yeah, they used to say it. I was very youthful. Like a few weeks ago when I made a speech at the parent-teacher's meeting, I heard the principal say, that Riley is so infantile.
8: (laughs) But I
7: aged
4: fast. Oh, no, you didn't, Pot. You're just as good as you ever were. Oh, Junior, we might as well face it. You saw me yesterday. I was too weak to do the flip-flop. At least if I could have done that, Oh, you can
7: still do it. You were probably nervous on account of Mom watching you. You think so? Why, sure. Come on, try it again. Gee, if I could... Oh, I'll try it. Attaboy! boy. Wait, I'll yeah, move this chair. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Pop. Well, here goes.
4: I did it! a boy. Now I'll do it again. And again!
7: Yeah, oh, okay, Bob. Now don't overdo it. Yeah,
4: that's enough. I... Gee, everything looks upside down.
7: You're still standing on your head. Oh,
8: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Junior,
4: this proves it. I'm still young. I'm still young. Sure you are. That uh, he's just jealous, that's all. And I had my boss all wrong. He really promoted me. Why, sure. Hey, I practically insulted him this afternoon. I'd better write him a note apologizing right away. Where's the paper and pen? Well, there should be some on the desk there. Oh, uh, uh, I... I can never find anything on this desk when I want it. It's always piled high with papers. Well,
7: it's mostly your stuff, Pop. I'll see you later. Yeah, okay,
4: Junior. Oh, look at this mess. An ad from a beauty parlor. Well, that's got nothing to do with me. Merkel's girdle shop. <laughs> <laughs> that's got nothing to do with me. Shady side home for the aged. Dear Mrs. Riley, the board has voted favorably. Application for admission. Shady side home for the aged submitted by you. Recommendation by Mr. Stevenson of the Stevenson Aircraft. That's got nothing to do with me. Now where's that writing paper? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful. Day. The home for the agent. The Sadie Shite The Sadie she, She wants to send me away.
9: daddy come in a little while ago i know and his friends will be over at eight to get set for the party well then you better get daddy out of the house but don't let him catch on leave it to me <laughs> he won't suspect a thing. oh riley dear get your hat and coat
8: oh. <laughs>
9: what's the matter why are you looking at me like that where are we going well i thought we might drop into the rivoli there's a picture there i'm dying to see
4: Oh, well, that's different. Uh, what's the name of the picture?
9: Uh, Why? Well, I, I don't remember exactly.
4: You're dying to see a picture. You don't even know what it is.
9: <laughs> well, let's walk by there anyway, It's huh? a trap.
4: I know where you want to take me.
9: Well, what are you talking I about? I ain't butching out
4: of this house. But, Riley... Oh, I... Peg, I never thought you'd try to do this to me.
8: <laughs> you
4: what? So what if I'm getting a few gray hairs... Just because there's snow on the roof don't mean the fire's going out in the house.
9: (laughs) If you'd only tell me what you're talking about. You know, you know. Oh, dear, I hope that... I'll I'll go see who it is. Uh,
3: Who's there? It is I, Digby O'Dell. Friendly undertaker.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come in, Mr. O'Dell.
3: Riley's cronies are waiting around the corner. Is the coast clear?
9: (laughs) Not yet. Can't do a thing with him. He won't budge.
3: I'll budge him. I've handled cases like this before.
9: Well, he's in there.
3: You stay here.
4: I ain't going. You'll have to carry me out.
3: Please, let's not talk shop. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's you, Digger. Go away, you're too early. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Well, I ain't fine. I'm so upset. It happens to everyone. Why, only this morning a gang of hoodlums pilfered a sign from a restaurant and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was mortified. Why? What
4: did the sign say?
3: Special rates. For large parties. I got trouble, Digger. My boss promoted me. Ah, Uh, I remember my first promotion. I was only a ball-bearer at the time. My employer said, Odell, I'm making you head man. I like the way you've been holding your end up. But
4: this promotion ain't... ain't uh, listen, Digger, would you say that I was getting old?
3: You old? Yeah. Why, that's the most ridiculous. Why, you're still as active as... Why, when I look at you, I... Come with me, Riley.
4: <laughs>
3: Come where? For a nice, slow ride in the country. I have my vehicle outside.
4: No, 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 thanks. I don't want to ride. I'd rather lie down.
3: I can arrange that, too.
9: <laughs> I ain't
4: going. I ain't going.
9: Riley, go with Mr. O'Dell. I'll go with you. Do
4: as your wife says, man. Wait a minute. I get it. She put you up to this digger. You're trying to trap me, too.
9: Oh, for heaven's sake, and Riley. And I thought
4: you were my friend, digger. Well, I'm through. I don't want to have nothing to do with people unless they're on the level. That's the only kind I deal with.
9: Oh, Riley, what's this all about? You
4: know, trying to send your own husband to the old people's home. What? I saw this letter here. You can't trick me
9: letter are you oh that oh riley why that letter's about old mr bentley
3: we're just trying to get you out because we've arranged a surprise party for you surprise (laughs) wait a
4: minute let me get this straight you mean you ain't trying to get rid of me
9: of course not i ain't
4: getting old i'm i'm still young as young as ever what a revolting development this is.
5: Riley's right, will be back in just a moment. The last word in shampoos, that's Prel, the Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Miss Lillian Hoss of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, writes Procter & Gamble.
9: Prel is a revelation to anyone having thick hair like mine. Prel leaves my hair full of life and glossy too. And no special rinse necessary. Prell's the last word in shampoos. Friends, one
5: trial and you'll agree Prell's marvelous for two reasons. Removes unsightly dandruff quickly. Leaves hair radiantly beautiful. Yes, you'll sing about.
9: P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is inside. Comes in too. Handy too. P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo.
4: I just can't say any more tonight, folks. Brooklyn lost today. <laughs> Good night.
5: Doctor Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Robin Schiff, Alan Lipscott, and Jack Brecker. Music by Luke Kozlov. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler, and Junior is Tommy Cook. The life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Brecker. This is Ken Carpenter reminding you that for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo. And listen again next week when Prell brings you the life of Riley. Good
8: night.
0: This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.
1: Back then, Prell was in the tube. Remember? Yeah, when we were we kids. Had Prell. Yeah, remember it? And they we would the, the commercials. They would put a pearl in there. Yes. Remember those? Yeah, we.
6: That's what we used Prell
1: as a kid. Prell? As a kid. That's oh, what we
6: had in the bathroom. Really? Wow. Wow, well, I don't know. Was that? I mean, I don't know why my mom bought it. It was, it I'm was green. To think. It was yeah. like a green it was in a
1: tube. jelly. And they're, so this is 1947. They're talking about right. Prel in a tube. And I remember as a kid when, you know, I think sometimes we had Prell and it was in a tube. And the commercials used to say, look, we're, we're putting a, a pearl in it. Remember that? I do. I and do. Then, and I
6: remember I don't using know what
1: it. that was all about, putting the pearl in there.
6: I don't know why anybody would buy a green shampoo. I don't know. That just doesn't yeah. seem appealing to me.
1: Yeah. What um, kind
6: of shampoo do you use?
1: What, what shampoo do I use? Yes. Um, Nexus, I
6: think.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I use Nexus. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> or
6: whatever's in the
1: bathroom No, no. At the I, 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 Nexus, I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway, that was, um, that was The Life of Riley, October 4th, 1947, starring William Bendix as Riley, sponsored by Prell Shampoo, the handy uh, shampoo in a tube. And then Ivory Snow also. Uh, great cast. Tommy Cook there as Junior. Let's definitely have Tommy Cook back on the air. Um, he was f- a lot of fun to yes, have on the air. Yes, he was. Now back to the
0: best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Dingy. You're a
6: little You're
1: dingy. Confused, Carl. You're more than confused. <laughs> you are confused. You are. Just leave it at that. You are. <laughs> Philo oh Vance Detective in our next hour 1950 broadcast. We'll also play Learning the Lyrics. That's right?
6: right. And these are all songs with one word titles.
1: One word in the title. One
6: word titles. Can you think of anything um, come to mind? Um, See if
1: you can
6: choose it right off the let me bat. Think, uh, You've got 10 seconds. Um, no, I can't
1: think of anything. Can you think even. of
6: any song with a one word I title? We're only going to get one of
1: these. Money.
6: Well, is that a song?
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. We'll see you soon.
6: Well, hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia?